When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. No team in NBA history's waited longer. After 47 years, the Denver Nuggets are finally NBA champions. Congratulations. You are the 2023 NBA champions. All the sacrifice, all the dedication, all culminated with us winning a championship. But I got news for everybody out there. We're not satisfied with one. We want more. And boys, always up to something. Coach Michael Malone, Denver Nuggets, NBA champions for the first time in the franchise's history. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jordan Cornett. He's Andre Snellings on ESPN. You can catch him on ESPN, NBA senior writer and analyst. And uh, these Denver Nuggets, they did it again, and that's where we stay. And we're going to get joined now by... Chad Brown, co-host of the Players Club on 104.3, the fan in Denver. And Chad, for those who know what they're talking about, 14-year career in NFL, two-time All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler. Now, Andre, yes, before sir. we bring Chad in here, got to be very clear. We have to be respectful. We have to keep it classy as Bengals fans because if you remember, <laughs> and I know you do, Chad Brown was part of those early Blitzburg defenses ah. that terrorized us when we were in the cellar back then. So oh, he yeah. feasted on them bad Bengals teams. Chad, how are you feeling today, man, coming off that incredible night last night? Well, as you mentioned, the incredible night last night. And, yes, you helping me relive some of those memories of the senior linebackers sacking the heck out of those quarterbacks in that division. <laughs> Yeah, my my wife is from Pittsburgh, so um, you know I'm I'm, I'm having bad uh, bad memories right now. <laughs> good, good. Ch- <laughs> Chad, well, talk like to, Chad, talk to me. What is the vibe there in Denver? Uh, something that may have felt improbable uh, a, a few years, maybe three, four years ago. Heck, even a couple of years ago. But but as you came into this season, felt primed and ready, and this group delivered. What is the vibe in Denver as you've been hearing from callers and fans across the city and across the state? You know, when the Avs won it last year, it was a celebration. This year, when the Nuggets win it, it's much more that the vibe in the city is, we told you so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's been a bit of Nuggets disrespect uh, all season long. There's been Nuggets disrespect as far as Ranking of uh, Nikola Jokic is one of the better players in the game. So I think there's a little bit more of we've been trying to tell you guys, and it's nice to see that nationally the Nuggets are now finally, after winning the championship, getting the respect that we thought in the city they so well deserved. So um, Coach Malone stopped short of the LeBron, not two, not three, not four, but he did leave the door open that he's looking for more championships. So what do you think of the talk about the Nuggets potentially going from a champion to a dynasty? Well, I think the clunky ownership has got to be extremely happy. I mean, they've got championships in all three <laughs> Everywhere. Sports, so good for them. But when you look about the, the pillars of a successful franchise, ownership is where it starts. you got championship ownership with the Conkey family. You've got a, a coach 
who has been shown enough patience to grow into the job, has now proven he can be one of the better coaches in the NBA. You've got a all-timer like Nikola Jokic, not just a current all-star or one of the current better players in the game, but a true all-timer at the center, and he's got his Robin to his Batman and Jamal Murray, who even during this season was still kind of recovering from an ACL injury from two years ago, finally as the playoffs got rolling, rounded himself into really good shape, was able to play some good basketball. So they've got the pieces in place. You've also got a GM who was rated one of the top three or four GMs in the NBA. So there's a lot of pieces that would make you think this team can continue to make deep runs in the next couple of seasons. Chad, when you think about culture in the NFL, two of the franchises you starred with would, I mean, their culture is second to none in the Steelers and the Patriots. And you know, you know what it's like to be in a locker room full of winners that are building that championship mentality. You look at this group in Denver, and Andre made a great point in another hour. We talk so much about Miami, the Heat culture, the Heat culture, and that's propelled them to be here. Let's not sleep on this Denver Nuggets culture. The vibe of that locker room, enlighten us a little bit about how this thing meshed personality-wise with the two stars in Murray and Jokic and the rest that made it work to get them to the top of the mountain a night ago. I think when your coach and your two stars you just mentioned all come in at roughly the same time. Michael Malone's first year was eight years ago. Nicole Jokic was drafted eight years ago. Jamal Murray was drafted seven years ago. When the three most important people in that locker room picture are all homegrown guys who have grown up together, um, I think it creates a locker room kind of similar to what I had with the Patriots. When your best player is Nikola Jokic, who's humble, plays with no ego, wants to elevate everyone else on the roster, kind of like Tom Brady did in New England. When you have that guy as the most important player in your locker room, then you as a coach, whether you're Michael Malone or Bill Belichick, you can do certain things with guys that maybe they would not tolerate in other circumstances. But when that guy is Tom Brady sitting in the front row of the meeting, when that guy is Nikola Jokic, who's fine to not go for individual accolades and fine to say Joel Embiid deserves this MVP, you know, I just want to make a deep run in the playoffs. I've got a different goal than that. When that's the mindset in that locker room, it lends itself to the success we've seen for the Nuggets this year. So, in talking about dynasty, um, of course, there's Nikola Jokic, but you alluded to there's also Jamal Murray, who broke out in a big way this postseason after he broke out in a big way the last time he was in the postseason. And one of the conversations of today, people have said, well, Murray's only got two years under his contract. What if he wants to go for bigger and better things? He wants to be the star. He doesn't want to be the sidekick. I felt from what I've seen of Murray that that's not his personality. But you're there, you're closer on the ground. What do you expect moving forward from Murray? Is he someone that's going to go for the bright lights and big numbers? Or is he one someone that feels like he's found a home there in Denver? There's been no indications to me that Jamal Murray's that kind of guy. Um, you know, there was, Michael Malone has talked about it a few times this postseason. After Jamal Murray injured his knee and tore his ACL, he was on the bus crying. And he was saying to Coach Malone, you guys are going to trade me. It's over for now. He's like, no, we are going, we are invested in you, Jamal Murray. We trust that you will return to the player that you were and be even better. So I think when there's a player-coach connection and an organization-player connection like that, while that player may look at the dollars some other place and may be a little wild and fascinated by that, I think they recognize, you know what, I get to make a legacy 
here. Not just be a highly paid player someplace else, but me and Nicole Jokic can go down as not just kind of in the conversation, but possibly the best duo of all time, which is mind-blowing to say when you think about all the amazing duos in NBA history, but they are young enough and at playing at such a high level together, that kind of conversation is possible. Jamal Murray goes someplace else, that conversation maybe is not really what's going to be happening there. Highly paid, maybe some personal accolades, not the same kind of legacy trading opportunity that he has, he has right here in Denver. Chad, post-game last night, the Joker, in a very funny sequence, was asked about the parade and looking forward to it, which is going to happen there in Denver on Thursday. He looked at one of the sports information people to his right and said, Thursday, parade? Oh, no, i got to get home, meaning back to Serbia. Is my man going to be there on Thursday for the parade? Is the NBA Finals MVP and star of the NBA, the best player in the world, going to show up for the parade on Thursday? He will be there on Thursday, no doubt about that. I think he's already made a deal with Stan Kroenke to the let me borrow the jet, I think was his quote last night in the locker room, so we can get back to Serbia as soon as possible. He's got a horse race on Sunday, apparently. It's very important in Serbian culture that he oh. wants to take part in. But I believe he will be back for that on Sunday, but the parade will happen, and the Joker will be there to probably somewhere close to a million Denver Nuggets fans. I love it. Uh, before we let you go, Chad, the Kroenke family, where does this rank of, of championships that the family has delivered uh, to Denver? Uh, Stan Kroenke has said the championships are like children. It's hard to rate one above the other. But considering the fact that his son played college basketball, and he's really the, the kind of the, the, the GM and, and owner in action for the Denver Nuggets, I think there's a tie for the Nuggets basketball franchise that's different than the Avalanche and different than the Los Angeles Rams. Um, so maybe it's recency bias, but I would say this one is maybe the most special, particularly because of the homegrown aspect of drafting Nikola Jokic, drafting Jamal Murray, and having your faith in Michael Malone when a lot of folks would have maybe gone in a different direction. We've seen really quality NBA coaches be fired so far this postseason who have had recent success. So the fact that Stan Kroenke showed that patience and his patience was rewarded may make this the most uh, fun of his recent championships. Well, having been able to serve in Chicago and do radio there, when the Blackhawks were rolling, it was fun. When the Cubs won, it was fun. When the Sox did it, it was a, it was a blast. For you guys to be able to bask in this one, Chad Brown, will be really cool. And I guess us as Bengals fans, me and Andre, hmm. can say, eh, you know what, Chad's an all right guy, even though those Blitzburg teams just humiliated us back <laughs> in the day. So, Chad, co-host of the Players Club on 104.3, the fan in Denver. We appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. That's Chad Brown providing some insight on uh, what led to this moment in Denver, this Nuggets franchise, and how they're poised for for maybe more. Positioned very nicely, but for now the party is on. Kenny and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. For a job you'll love, visit Progressive.com slash careers. We would have liked to have been able to climb the mountaintop. You know, I told each one of the guys I love them, and I'm just super grateful that we were able to go through all of the experiences. I'm just grateful. I learned so much. They taught me so much, and I wish I could have got it done for these guys because they they definitely deserve it. Go through adversity. Everybody's counting us out. And uh, you lose the first playing game and then win the second one, and then you go on an unbelievable run to, to the finals. I mean, it was a whirlwind. I mean, it is over. The season's over. It's over for the Heat, who thought maybe they could pull off an improbable one, but the Nuggets proved to be too much. So, Andre, where does that leave 
this Miami Heat team? And before you give me that answer, I want you to hear from the star, the face of those Miami Heat, one of the toughest competitors the league has seen in some time, Jimmy Butler, on if the team needs to add more offensive-minded players to get over the hump. No. Um, we just missed shots. That's, that's what this league is about. You know, we, we make two, three more shots. That's what it's been for us all year long. Um, I think we did enough to win. You know, you guard well. We're still in position to win. You don't have to score 100 points to win a basketball game. Um, I think we'll be okay. You know, that's um, Coach Patton and Coach Poe's job to put together another team, which I'm confident that they will do. And we'll take it from now. I mean, Andre, clearly this group overachieved. I mean, this was not the team we saw during the regular season. Rotation got switched up in the postseason with the injury of Tyler Hero. Proved beneficial. They went on this magical run, but either ran out of gas or were simply overmatched by the best team in the NBA, and they couldn't get it done. Only getting one win in those NBA finals, but still a lot to be proud of. Where do they go from here? Yeah, I mean, so one thing about Jimmy Butler, I've been kind of tracking this for weeks. He just did not have any legs left. Um, I don't know if it was the ankle injury. That's what I suspect because his numbers kind of really fell off a cliff. He, his scoring average dropped almost 15 points per game from those first five games against the Bucks until, you know, what it was after the injury. Um, I've spoken to Nick Friedel. He said maybe it was exhaustion. Maybe his knee was barking. But the Jimmy wouldn't say anything either way. But it was obvious last night, especially that play at the end where they could have tied the game or taken the lead. And Jimmy Butler drove to the front of the rim. And instead of challenging Jokic, he like just kind of stopped and, and threw it out and it turned into a turnover. To me, that just showed how much he didn't have any legs. With all of that said, yes, they do need more because they need to have someone else besides Jimmy that can carry the load if Jimmy is not at 100%. And even if he is at 100%, it was, as you pointed out, an upset for them to be there. So if they can, they absolutely should try to get, bring in more talent. And the elephant in the room is one of the greatest scorers in the NBA has said that he would love to play in Miami and that Bam Adebayo is his dog. And so I'm, I'm sure we're about to talk about uh, Dame Lillard. Yeah, Jay Williams floated that very thing on Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Take a quick listen. Pat Riley needs to go get him. Pat Riley no, I know. I needs just wanted to, bring to secure some- the bag with Dame. Has to do it has like capital H capital A capital S has to do it we call that a co-signature Andre <laughs> Jay will very passionate about it saying this is imperative for Pat Riley to go get him and to me I think he's the most logical fit I mean you could you could go with in theory a guy like a Fred Van Vliet I mean but that's not the need right like they need a scoring off-ball guy or on-ball guy whatever you just need an explosive playmaker and I don't even think Fred Fred Van Vliet would be on that radar because the guy that most clearly checks those boxes in terms of fit stylistically in terms of fit philosophically in terms of fit socially with the group because culture and and vibe matters and he's very upfront and open about how that be stop number one if Miami doesn't win the chip yeah Miami did not win the chip (laughs) this seems like a no-brainer in what world does this not work Andre or is this just too obvious this is the path that you need to go for the for the heat to stay relevant well I mean both teams would have to agree right and do the heat have the pieces that the trailblazers would want if they are to move on from Dame Lillard I do agree that as far as you're not moving bam 
No, you know, they're not moving Bam. You're trying to keep Jimmy. Uh, I would imagine we heard Wendy uh, talk earlier about, you know, Tyler Hero and, and Duncan Robinson and, and draft Two picks. non-defenders. Move them. Two non-defenders. Right. Well, so that's the question. Would a package like that and you throw in, I, I think that he'd have maybe the 18th pick this year in the draft and say they're, they, they don't have one in 25, but they've got a 27 and a 29. Would that be enough for Portland to want to move on from arguably the best player in their, their franchise history? I don't know. Well, understanding that they kind of reached the end of the road there in Portland with Dame, right? Like They understand that there's going to have to be a move made there, hand not being forced, but it feels like that marriage has come to an end. So understanding what's the most juice you can get out of it absolutely is the conversation. But when I look at Miami, it's very clear. Defensively, they have an identity. Some of those pieces, like a Max Struess, is great in a role that kind of amplified quite simply in these playoffs. Mm -hmm. You watch Jimmy Butler run out of gas because of what he was tasked with doing to get to that point. And at the end there, I think not only was he, he, he gassed physically, what I saw was he was gassed mentally. He wasn't trying to get to those spots before in the, in the painted area that he was able to early on in these playoffs. It became a taller task, pun intended with the (laughs) length and size of Denver and then at that point, when Jimmy doesn't have it, there's nobody else to go to. Bam struggled all series trying to score over Jokic. So as everybody wants to talk about Jokic as a scorer and Jokic as these things, Jokic defensively provided an obstacle for Bam to truly get off. And then you look at Max Drews, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent was not the Gabe Vincent we had seen the majority of the playoffs. You simply asked entirely too much of guys who can be masters in roles, not guys who can generate in times of turbulence. And that's why it's very clear you have to get a guy committed to the game, can mesh with the, with the other guys on that team that won't be put off by a guy like Jimmy Butler and can play alongside him because not a lot of stars have been able to do that, which is a misnomer to me because the guy's fantastic and he wins. But Dame Lillard just alongside Jimmy feels right. Feels right on the court, feels right off the court. We know about the relationship, Andre. You just reiterated it with Bam and Dame. It's too good to be true. And I think if you make that move, Miami, to me, feels like the top team in the East. Yeah, I mean, you always uh, hear the question, who says no? The Miami Heat, I have to feel, absolutely would never say no to a deal that would allow Damian Lillard Lillard to come to town with Butler and Bam still being there. The question is, do the Trailblazers say no? Because if there's any player, in addition to all of the talent and the scoring ability and everything that Dame brings to the table, if there's any player in the NBA that doesn't play for the Heat, that epitomizes what we always talk about as being Heat culture, is Damian Lillard. Yeah, I just I just look at what Jimmy achieved in the in these playoffs, and to see a guy like that who's so hungry to get back and still truly believes that they can get back. Give this man one more piece, Andre. Give this man that guy to see alongside him, wired the same way. It's going to be magic. It really would, and it wouldn't even necessarily just be giving Jimmy Butler another piece. It would also you would potentially be bringing the best player to the team. And he and Butler would both be arguably the best player that either has ever played with in the backcourt. So, you know, they'd be able to to, to tilt at Goliath and, and have the confidence that they've got enough stones to get it done. Listen to what my good friend Jay Williams says. At all costs, Pat Riley, because we're all in a position to tell <laughs> the great Pat Riley what exactly. to do. Go get Dame Lillard, and the Heat might just be right back, and Jimmy could get that coveted championship that he so sorely wants we return what are the biggest questions 
of the NBA offseason. Andre Snelling's ESPN NBA senior writer and analyst delivers that. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. See, that's respect. That's respect from Eric right there. For the 40-somethings out here as we're reminiscing on what it was like for life before cell phones, those evening plans, weekend plans on your on your phone coverage, all that jazz. I'm Jordan Cornette. He's Andre Snellings, ESPN NBA senior writer and analyst, filling in for Kenny and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. I mean, John Rule, Andre, John Rule for a minute was on top of the game what was that, 2000 to, like, 2005? Is that, is that fair? Yeah, that, that's 99, fair. 05? Yeah, I, I would say, like, yeah, 99 is probably when it started. Yeah. And then I don't know at what point the B started with 50, but. 50 shut the door on him, took his whole style, did 21 questions after dogging him. Story for another day. <laughs> uh, story right now, though, as we discuss on Kenny and Carlin, we've hit the NBA offseason. We are officially there, and there's a lot of questions for a lot of teams that hope to be contenders, teams that are trying to elevate from the bottom to the top, teams at the top trying to stay there. Denver seems pretty fortified, uh, so I doubt they're in your biggest questions. But what are your three Andre Snelling's biggest questions of the NBA offseason here in day one? Yeah, I'll start with number three. Number three. Does Damian Lillard get traded to one of the contenders? Mm. We just got done talking about what he might look like with the Heat. I think earlier in the show, somebody mentioned how he would look in Philadelphia. I think he'd be a perfect fit in Boston where Tatum and Brown need a point guard for late situations. So I feel like Lillard could be the linchpin that pushes the next champion. like that one. And, and let's, let's stay there for a second. Where would, outside of Miami, where could you envision a guy like Dame going? What could be wild is what if the Celtics, which I think would be an idiotic move, and Brad Stevens is far from that, so I think this is probably not going to happen. But what if the Celtics decided they no longer wanted Jalen Brown? Do you think a, a, a Tatum Lillard could work in Boston? Again, I don't think it happens. 
because I think Brad's smarter than that, and they they don't make the knee jerk. I think everything stays for the most part with their core. But could you see that happening? I mean, I think it would work. You know, I think that I agree with you. I wouldn't want to trade Jalen Brown. Um, there's financial concerns, obviously, for the Celtics um, having to pay those guys. But if they could have the two of them and add Lillard to it, that's obviously what you would do. Yeah. If you had to trade Brown for Lillard, I do think that, that his skill set works better next to Tatum than Brown's does. I, I agree. I, like I said, with the Celtics, I, I do believe you, you stay with Coach there. You stay with your, your two stars, and you keep riding. They're young. It's worked. They've gotten close, uh, but I digress. It will be interesting to see what happens with Dame. He is a coveted piece that can turn teams immediately. How about number two, Andre? Number two. What happens in Philadelphia? You know, um, (laughs) when I think about the MVP race uh, over the last five seasons, we had Giannis, Jokic, and Embiid first or second in like every one of those uh, uh, races. Well, Giannis has his ring. Jokic has his feel like Embiid should be up next, but will James Harden be there? Do they want him there? Uh, how, do the, how do the 76ers get over the hump with their new coach and Nick Nurse? I want to know what happens this offseason. Andre, do you like the Nick Nurse fit there? I do in the sense that Nurse has a history of being like kind of a tough uh, defensive-minded coach that also has championship pedigree, and he built that championship team around one transcendent offensive star and several other guys that really knew their role and played them well. And that's something that you could at least sell and beat on if we don't know what goes on with Harden. Yeah, very challenging with his players. Something that might be good there in Philly to get that group uh, over the hump, so to speak. So much talent there. It feels like in a lot of ways when you watch Embiid, a talent at that level, you don't want to see it waste away with futile performance after futile performance in the playoffs. Again, Nick Nurse came out there in his opening press conference, was asked point blank about James Harden, and kind of wavered and then said, you know, we, we, we think we would want James here if James wants to be here. Wasn't a resounding yes, so it's clear it that not. there's some balls in the air there in Philly. Uh, give me number one, Andre. Number one. This one's kind of personal. Will I get to see Victor Wimbanyama play in Las Vegas? I go to the Vegas Summer League every year, and I really get to check out the prospects before they make it to the NBA. You ain't seeing him in Vegas. You know that. I'm just saying. They done told me this man is the greatest prospect since LeBron James. No, no, no. Since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. No, no. Since George Mikan. (laughs) You know, so I want to see this man play in Vegas so that I can get an idea of what he's going to look like against NBA competition. Look, I I take that back because, right, we saw Chet out there. There, I mean, not look a coveted piece, but not nearly to the level as as Wimbanyama. I mean, nothing has been. Uh, so yeah, I guess there hasn't been a precedence for a guy of that caliber, if healthy, to be out there, right? I think that's that's a logical dream of yours to have out there in Vegas. A lot of people dream of other things when they head to Vegas, but I think that one's possible. <laughs> that's a safer dream for me. I am a married man. <laughs> that is true. Beyond that, I, I would go one step further, even Andre, and say just the opportunity to see a star like that is I've always celebrated LeBron James. And I think he's one of the greatest athletes, top three greatest athletes to ever breathe because of the expectation. So early on to be the greatest or up there with the greatest. And he became to many, the greatest. I always believe that'll be Michael Jordan forever, but became the second greatest. Like he lived up to an absurd level of expectation and, and, and and handled it pretty gracefully along the way. Somehow managed to do it. With Vic, it seems like it's that and some, to be quite honest. So with that expectation, I'm excited to see him out there on the floor. 
Definitely. So those are my three questions. Do you have any questions that I didn't touch on that you really want to see what happens this offseason? Well, yeah, and we'll touch on mine in the next segment. I I want to stick with yours here a little bit. On Scoot Henderson is another one of those guys, I think, playing off yours with Vic. I'm really curious to see Scoot. See, see what what he's about. It there's obviously in any other draft, he's your bona fide number one. Yeah. So I, I think that young talent there is going to be fascinating. But you know what? This is probably a chance for me to throw in a couple a couple others that may not make the list. Jordan Poole, what do you do up there with the mm. Warriors? Is Draymond Green when he when he ultimately likes to opt in? What happens? What happens there? The Lakers search for a third star. Kyrie Irving's not going to happen there in L.A. I think it's fun to talk about. But it is interesting to see what the Lakers do there with LeBron and AD because there's another place where do you go top-heavy? It hasn't been good to the Lakers when they've done that. Do they go top-heavy trying to bring in a third star and elevate that team and try and play through three guys? It's going to be fascinating to see. And the biggest question, biggest question of all, it, it has to be, Andre, what happens with Ja? Mm. I mean, this is a, a, a lingering suspension that it just the foreshadowing seems like it, it could be a massive time layoff for him. Beyond that, just the psyche of this young man who's so charismatic, was so engaging, was so captivating to so many, and had that Memphis team as one of the formidable teams in the NBA. All that shattered because of you know him getting lost as a as a man as a person. You want to see him get back, but as it pertains to the sport, Memphis looks entirely different when that guy's out there and then getting back to building around him. Uh, that's a huge domino, Andre, that I think you'd have to be focused on as well. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think back to just, you know, when, when Adam Silver was on, uh, came out and and kind of teased the punishment. That was how Joe and Amber uh, put it when I was on their show, that he teased the punishment the way that we would tease a radio break. And yeah, so, it was weird. For that to be the case, it does make you feel like it might be more rather than less time. Yeah, again, what makes the NBA so exciting, there's always storylines. There's always drama. There's always something on the other side to keep you engaged. We're one day into the offseason, and we're already sitting here twiddling our fingers saying, okay, what happens next? Uh, That offseason, it all goes down in Vegas. So, Andre, that's a great place to be in Summer League because that's where the meeting of the minds happens. On ESPN Radio, Kenny and Carlin, play of the night, plus three and out, coming at you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Welcome back in for the stunning conclusion of Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. Andre Snelling's here finishing things off with me, and I'm your host, Jordan Cornette. Play of the night. Look, usually I love NBA. I'd love to give you an NBA play tonight, but Andre, it's a sad day, my friend. It's all over the now. The Heat didn't do their part, and it's over in five, and we've got no basketball to play. Uh, I feel like it's it's a sucker's bet to ever bet baseball. When I find myself buried in run lines, I know I'm in a dark place and I need to pull <laughs> myself out. It's been a couple of years since I've been there, so what I'm going to do is dive into some golf. My wife Shay's not around right now to roll her eyes, but golf – has engulfed me. I'm obsessed with the sport. See what you did I there. play it. I watch it. A terrible pun there. Play it. I watch it. Uh, if you find me on Instagram, I am looking at different golf videos. I'm hooked. And so the U.S. Open, just a few sleeps away out there at Los Angeles Country Club, and my play of the night is a look ahead. Give me Brooks Kepka. I believe he might be at plus Ooh. 100 right now. Look, my man... Two majors already this season, tied for second at the Masters, got the win at the PGA Championship. My man is feeling real good about himself right now. Uh, the live thing has been handled. Live and PGA have figured things out, and I just feel like my man's healthy, ain't a care in the world, playing great golf. Go John Rahm. And if you're not going to go Rahm, look at Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler loves playing out in L.A. Scotty Scheffler feeling pretty good. Mike Urinaga, look at Scotty Scheffler as your play of the day. Pretty in pink. Scotty Scheffler, my <laughs> other play of the day. Andre, you a golf guy? Um, I like watching. I'm not so much of a player myself. But I've okay. liked watching for a long time, like way before Tiger Woods. I grew up watching Calvin Pete play. Well, well there you go. I'll tell you what. Scotty Scheffler is on a trail in terms of playing bogeyless golf, sim- bogeyless golf, similar to what Tiger was doing back in 2000, and we know about that dominant run. So Scotty Scheffler might be a guy to focus in on. All right, I've tried to give you my play, not only of the night, my play of the weekend. Enjoy some golf, major golf, nothing like it. Hopefully we get an exhilarating Sunday, much like the Canadian Open delivered uh, just a couple sleeps prior. What a finish that, that was. Wow. All right, let's get it going. Three and out time. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is three and out. 
All right, Joe Burrow's been quiet on contract talks as minicamp opens. Joe Burrow, floor is yours. I think I've given you guys all the information that I'm comfortable with sharing about that process. So as far as questions go about that, probably save that for another time. Andre, well, I'm no not worried. No questions anymore, huh? <laughs> Andre, I'm not worried. Are you worried? I'm not worried. I'm not, not worried. We're good, right? Not You're even not a little worried. bit. You know, here's two Bengals fans here. Yeah, you know, Joey B is going to be on the team. And if he signs the deal that they've been talking about, where he can let his friends sign as well, they do have a chance to maybe be the next Denver Nuggets of the NFL because they'll have their young core locked up. So not worried at all. Yeah, young core. We talk about tandems that are productive, like a Murray, like a Joker. I mean, we got a pretty good one. And Joe and Jamar. A lot of young pieces, too. Logan Wilson, let's lock him up moving forward. T. Higgins, let's try and make it work. Joe Mixon's still along for this thing. Let's keep my man out of trouble, and let's do the dang thing with our Cincinnati Bengals. Once they changed that name from from uh, from uh, Paul Brown to Paycor, I was like, all right, we're trying to cut corners and find money. We're trying to pay our guy. We should <laughs> exactly. be just fine. Uh, some news on a game show front. Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak set to retire after 41 Seasons hosting. Wow. Thoughts, Andre? That's a heck of a run. And But I will say, my grandma always used to feel like I would dominate if I was on Wheel of Fortune, you know, uh, used to make grandma proud. But if I could be on a game show, I'd probably go for one of the high rollers, like who wants to be a millionaire. And my stepbrother actually went on there. And oh, well. He didn't win the million, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind taking a crack at it myself. But he didn't embarrass the family. I mean, if you're not going to win the million, there's the other extreme. He didn't embarrass the family, <laughs> did he? Uh, I, I'll just say that he, he should have used the lifeline earlier than he did. Oh, so he might have embarrassed the family. All right, we don't need to go there. Uh, I'm trying to think. If I was to, to host a show, me and Shay love, my wife, we, we, our, our guilty pleasure is love is blind. Nick Lachey and Vanessa do a great <laughs> job. Vanessa Lachey do a great job on that show. But if they ever said, hey, I'm done doing it, sign us up. We would love to do it. There We'd it is. We would love to do it. Love is blind. It's, it's a horrible show in terms of you can't believe love actually works that way. But somehow, <laughs> I'll tell you, it truly works. It is a worthwhile watch. My wife get away loves that show. Yeah, you want to escape? Go to Love is Blind. Initially, you'll be like, this is a joke. This is horrible. But then you start watching. You go, okay, I, I can kind of see how this works. And if you've ever done The Bachelor and Bachelorette, stay with those, too. It's part of the company. So make sure you rock with those. Vanna White, supposedly, Andre, they're saying, could be a potential replacement there. Would you like that? If not, who else do you think should do it? You know, it would be nice to see her get to speak for some of the first times because <laughs> she has been there for 41 years, <laughs> and we really hardly know what her voice sounds like. And if uh, if we're looking for somebody else, uh, my man uh, in, in the booth said uh, we should get Aaron Rodgers to to, to, to be the host uh, since it didn't work out on Jeopardy. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is going to be in New York. He's got he's got his he's got his hands full. Try try and bring some <laughs> promise back to the New York Jets. They were riding high last year. It came to a screeching halt. Maybe Aaron Rodgers can be that guy. If you're staying athlete there, though. Travis Kelsey, I mean, the dude is Ooh. living his best life right now. He, he is, is Gronkowski when Gronk was in his prime alongside Tom Brady. Kelsey is that personality 2.0. Yes. He's got the charisma. He ain't afraid to say anything. He's created some pretty funny viral moments like the one at the White House where he almost took the presidential podium. <laughs> I feel like he could <laughs> inject some life into this thing. Like, Can you imagine Travis Kelsey, Wheel of Fortune? 
Yeah. I mean, just the fun. Everywhere he goes, he looks like he's having the most fun. And I just imagine him trying to throw to this long, complicated word <laughs> and just laughing his, his whole tail off as he, as he goes along. Audrey, I'll tell you, go Vanna White, you can be cost efficient. She can host and she can flip the letters. So you save a lot of money there. Worth considering. He's Andre Snellings. It's been fun, my man. I'm Jordan Cornette. Joe and Amber next. Tease and peas to our Amber Wilson in light of the Heat's loss. Uh, she'll try and carry on and do the show. Take Sadness. A Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.